Are you an entrepreneur with an idea for a new business? Are you a business owner who wants to expand your current operation? Or are you just tired of working to put wealth into someone else's dream? Welcome to The Hubbub About The Hub, a podcast series produced by The Hub Virtual Work Incubator in conjunction with the Camdenton Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host, Mitch Shields, and in this podcast series, I, along with my guest, will be sharing information with you that can help you navigate through the confusion and frustration of becoming your own boss. With a lot to cover, let's get started. The Hubbub About The Hub, helping transform dreams into flourishing revenue streams. Well, welcome to the Hubbub About the Hub. I am Mitch Shields, Community Liaison for Lake Regional Health System and also sitting on the Hub board. And I'm going to be talking today with two lovely ladies from The Hive. And we'll be talking about branding and a new business that they're opening up. And uh, so just to get started, I'm going to let them introduce themselves, their roles in this. And uh, then we'll go into a little more about the business that you're doing. Well, my name is Jamie Johansson, and we uh, live in Lebanon, Missouri, our chosen town. It's not our hometown, but our mom grew up here, and um, all of uh, her children's lives have coincided to Lebanon, and so we are excited to, and now to make Lebanon our hometown. I have a seven-year-old daughter, a almost two-year-old daughter, and everything uh, we do is centered around the farm and the family and marketing. So is the farm here locally? The farm is here locally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm Joanna Wilkinson. I am Jamie's sister, and we work together. We started working together in 2015. My background is in graphic design, and I went to Southwest Baptist University with a bachelor's degree in commercial arts, and that's kind of where I got started with that. But even just as a child, I grew up loving colors and putting them together, and I loved paint when that was a thing on windows. And I couldn't get enough of it, and my sister would have to fight with me to get the computer because I was always on it. And, and that's kind of where I got my start. And then I, I went to Nashville, got a degree in Master's of Arts in Youth Ministry at a seminary in Memphis where I met my husband. And we uh, lived in Nashville for five years, Memphis for three years, and then we moved to Lebanon um, because we, we chose it. And we wanted to be closer to family. We didn't realize that it would be uh, this easy um, and the, the transition but yeah we moved to Lebanon my husband's uh, job is here and uh, Jamie and I just naturally fell into working together and utilizing the two different skills that we have um, and, and birthing Honey Creek Media. So tell, tell us about Honey Creek Media what what is that? Well Jamie was working for several people and I'll let her tell that story but just what she was doing there she was like I could do this on my own but do it on my own terms and she corralled me to kind of jump in with her and I was like yes we've always wanted to work together we knew that we had big dreams and um, in order to achieve those big dreams you have to take a big leap of faith and that's kind of what we did and not only contracting for other people but making contracts for clients ourselves and um, kind of working on our own terms and utilizing our gifts to do that together. As Joanna said, she is the, um, the, the ultimate creative when you think of graphic design and visual concepts and tying those all in together. And I communicate with words more traditionally. Um, Honey Creek was formed because Honey Creek runs through our family farm in Lawrence County, Missouri, a little further west. And we would spend hours and hours our entire childhood running through the creek beds and to the fields. And that's where our creative juices and ideas just started cultivating by um, pretend. Mm -hmm. And that's where the namesake came of Honey Creek Media. 
My career is was is it based in agriculture? So I have done ag news, I've done marketing, I've traveled the world telling the stories of agriculturalists and businesses. And so when I brought Joanna on, I just knew that we could um, make something special. And then that is now moved into um, telling stories locally for our clients. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we haven't done lo- we hadn't done locally before um, both of us were in different parts of the country and so we had different clients from all across, all the, across country. the country and um, when we both moved here we slowly gained knowledge of our community as well as meeting people and making those connections and really just wanting to serve our community more so you have a, a project you're, you're a building project you're doing here but too but we had an e night which stands for entrepreneur night uh, well back in in April and we talked about branding and it was you know you, you mentioned a moment ago those creative juices and and you you kind of explained a process of sitting down with a client when you do that and maybe even take your own a little more dive a little if you don't mind peel back a little few more layers of that how when you sit down with a to come up with a with a brand what do you do what is that the first thing we do is we listen When we're sitting down, whether it's the first consultation and they're just trying to kind of learn about what we do and what we can offer, um, I want to ask so many questions about who they are. We um, have worked a lot in different types of industry, whether it was the church, whether it was agriculture, whether it was in finance, whether it was in in the agribusiness of some sorts. Uh, So our clients have ranged in lots of different ways. But storytelling is what we pride ourselves on because brands shouldn't be forced they should come organically and naturally as we identify who and what our client needs and so the very first thing we do when we're sitting down in a creative process is we listen because so much can be taken from that we don't come in and say you should do this this and this because everybody is different their needs are different their customers are different, and we like to highlight the people behind the business, and that's where stories come in. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot remember who said this, but I wanna say it's Mr. Rogers, mm-hmm. and he, so the concept was is that you can see a face and it means nothing, but if you know the story behind the face, you have a connection to it and you have a feeling about it, and that's when you start to care. So really, and, and that branding and so much of that, we were talking before we rolled, you know, recorded here, and, about businesses that have had brands that really have have stuck, and yet you had some really neat ideas about that. If you can remember any of that, share it. I, so people listening, maybe they know what we're talking about mm-hmm. a little bit. Sure. When I was in school, they would talk about brands constantly changing. So like when I was learning about design and logos and things like that, um, one of the things that stuck into my mind was how Pepsi or Coca-Cola would constantly change their can, constantly change the logo. Nothing was different necessarily about it, but there was these unique changes that kind of went along with the times. And you still, you could look at it and you still knew that it was Pepsi or that it was Coca-Cola, but by the way that they changed it in some way, they did, you didn't lose the story behind it, but it was like they inserted themselves in the news again. And so that's kind of how I try to think about someone's story is like, how could this, because a lot of times we're rebranding somebody and they already have this logo, this story behind it. But until I understand that, I don't want to completely throw it away, even though it's, 
outdated or maybe it did in PowerPoint in the 90s and it really does need a face facelift. But there is something about it that people have already identified with and that when you keep that story behind it, um, when customers see it again, they're still going to know who it is and what it means. But you've created it in a way that is more attractive or more to the times right now or something like that. But you also want to make it classic so that 20 years from now, it probably still holds up. I mean, how long has McDonald's had the golden arches? Like mm -hmm. you don't have to do anything to that and it's still relevant because it's so classic. Another example we recently talked about was um, KFC, which, mm -hmm. you know, you, we mentioned that uh, Colonel Sanders wasn't a term that um, was timely anymore and they decided to kind of remove that from their branding process and they um, they moved over the last couple of decades into KFC and then more recently because the thought of fried chicken and this health rolls it just wasn't as popular with the consumer and, and now recently you look at their branding and you see Kentucky Fried Chicken again well, when I think of that I think of the story behind Kentucky Fried Chicken um, it's nostalgic. It makes you feel um, of home for us, our grandmother's house, every oh, Sunday sure. dinner. Every Sunday. And so I think now when you look at the Kentucky Fried Chicken's brand, you think comfort food, you think of home, and that's okay, and that's mm -hmm. good. So they've, over generations, rebranding and going back retro, and mm -hmm. that's cool too. Yeah, mm -hmm. that, that is. And, you know, we, and the, the importance, that's something that, that tells your story in, in a word, and that's, that's not always easy to do. And as we're talking about uh, branding and Lebanon and rebranding, they've really seen some a lot of facelifts on the downtown area, especially the, the area that you're in right now, your building that you're in, the hive itself. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about that, or for the people listening they don't know. When we moved to this community, we knew it from our uh, child's eyes. We spent many summers here, weeks in the summer, hanging out with our grandma and our grandfather. And we would rent movies and we'd go to McDonald's and, you know, they would show us around town. We'd go to dry our shoes. We'd get shoes there in the summer. Go to summer. Bennett Springs. We'd go get Levi's mm -hmm. and at the mall. Yep. And, you know, we that's what we knew it as, but we didn't know the people or the community. And so when we moved here, you have this concept of what it was um, when you're a child, but a lot of things have changed since then, you know? And I, I had moved away for a while, so I hadn't been back to Lebanon, Lebanon as often. And um, when we came here, I wanted it to feel like my home. And I knew that in order to do that, I would have to be involved within the community. You can't just move somewhere and it feel like home and do nothing to participate. You have to know what's going on. And that kind of evolved into us calling it and branding it as our chosen town because there's many other people throughout the community that followed their spouse for a job or it's their spouse's hometown or, or it was their hometown and then they chose to come back and I think that really resonates with a lot of our community and as Joanna said we began to be involved in with what was going on we learned about the beginning talks of revitalizing Lebanon's downtown and I'm a dreamer and I married I think we're both a very nostalgic yeah, yes, <laughs> I don't know yeah. why but we are we're, it, we're dreamers and and um my husband's um even a bigger dreamer and sometimes his dreams are out not there. very tangible um but we were driving through downtown and he's like Jamie I want I want you to see this building he's like I just he's like 
we can, because, you know, he's an entrepreneur, too, and he's like, you, we need a building. And I'm like, no, no, no. The and last two years, yes, they have been saying that. And I kept saying, why would I pay rent when I can work at home, you know, cheaper and things like that? Because we have worked since 2015, uh, braining as Honey Creek uh, in our home offices. Mm-hmm. And um, then we started toying with what could we do with a building? So we quickly learned about all the other things that were going on downtown and we just got excited. So the building, uh, again, people, there are so many things that have happened down on Commercial Street, businesses mm-hmm. that have gotten face a facelift and you're in a really this building i know your neighbors is 1860 the rail 1868 yes we're happy to have them as neighbors <laughs> and they had it's really cool if you've not been in there they've got pictures of, of the building back in the 1800s where they're herding turkeys up commercial street they've done a really good job about finding the history and they've done a lot of research and finding photos to help tell their own story which is so exciting to know that other people care about history and stories like we do. So your your building, your your in has some stories too, doesn't it? Yes, it does. <laughs> we are excited um, to say that uh, our home, the home of the Hive, which we can explain that in a minute, um, used to be Palmer's Furniture, and we have gradually started learning about the history of Palmer's Furniture. Um, we found a photo because the rail had shared it of the back side of our building and it said Palmer's furniture, carpets, coffins, and caskets. Mm. And that was the late 1800s and we're like, hmm, there's got to be more to that. And then as we've studied, folks in the area will know Palmer's Funeral Home, which originated here downtown and then moved to Jefferson Street here in Lebanon. And so uh, we're, we're gradually digging up the history of our building, but we know it goes back to the late 1800s and the basement surely has some stories that we're going to learn soon. <laughs> and, it, and you would think that basements would be scary and dirty and things like that, but we got really lucky. And that like, beautiful we have down a there. full basement down there that it can be utilized however we want, want it to be used. So you were going to talk about the hive and, mm-hmm. and what's, what is the, the vision for what's going on here? So when Jamie and Kevin drugged me downtown, uh, we looked at two different buildings. <laughs> and the first one that we looked at, I thought, okay, it's pretty cool. Like I liked the front and how the light came in and things like that. And the back was a little bit scary. It looked kind of like a, a meat plant or Walker something plant. Yeah, yeah something like that so and it's like we would have to do a lot of work now any kind of renovation is a lot of work but that seemed almost too much and then we came to this building that we're in right now which is 121 west commercial right next to the rail and we went in downstairs and i thought okay i was trying to put on my visionary goggles and i could just see the walls that were currently up i could see them gone and we came upstairs and we, what we're calling the conference room is on the back side of our building and the windows are just gorgeous and they feel historic and they feel like there's a story a part of it and that's kind of where I felt attached to it. I looked up and I could see the ceilings were ornate and beautiful and Victorian and I thought, okay, this is the kind of ceiling I wanna work under. You know, it's something that makes you feel. And uh, then we walked through and um, we came to the front half of our building through a mysterious way that 
is another story in itself. Um, and we came to the front half and Jamie and I walked in and we just looked at each other and we're like, this is our future home. <laughs> this is our future home. And so um, once we kind of were dreaming about it and things like that of what, what we could do to not only work here, have our offices here, is what, what, what else can we utilize this building for? And I'll let you talk about that. Yeah, and we started dreaming, use that word again, but we also started thinking about what our community would need. Um, what does our community need? Because our community is much more than downtown, and we, we care about the vitality of all of Lebanon and Laclede County. So we, we started thinking about what could this unique venue, this building create, and as Joanna pictured opening up downstairs, we just knew that it could be an event venue, and we started thinking of of receptions and meetings and then we started thinking of all the makers in the area and how we could be a site mm -hmm. for um, cultivating other entrepreneurs to jumpstart their businesses or create a location for them to sell their stuff so pop-up shops and markets and then we think think of classes that could be offered painting yoga i mean the list just can go on and on and so we will be opening up um, hopefully in the next coming months um, of an event venue that we're guessing will hold about 100 people we're relocating bathrooms we're building a kitchenette and opening up the ceiling to the, a true original height and then we started thinking um and this was actually my husband's idea he's like co-work co-work spaces and i was like does rural Missouri really need a co-work space? Are Do there they know people? what that is? Exactly. <laughs> and this was, we started dreaming this in the middle of the pandemic when everybody was working from home. Everybody was doing things differently and figuring it out and, and thriving. I mean, there, there were many people That's were- the only option they had. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, so as companies re-envision how their employees will work, sometimes the, the corporate mentality of in an office space just doesn't make sense. So we, um, and then there's also entrepreneurs or small business owners that don't, that need a brick and mortar, but they don't need a lot of space. And, um, and we looked at uh, on all over Lebanon thinking about like what is available, what is available to rent. And a lot of the office spaces that to rent are just these whole buildings. And mm -hmm. like for us, we knew that we couldn't rent a building that is just for us. Mm -hmm. Like what is the value in that? Like that's just a lot of money. The building has to pay for itself right. essentially. And so if we can offer people who have a small business or just need an office space that's affordable and you know, don't want to be alone all the time a co-work space is this beautiful opportunity where you can shut your door and work all you want to and have conference calls or whatever you need or just feel it, it being private but you could open your door and hear the hustle and bustle that might be coming around in the building so that was the connection that we had with the the hub mm -hmm. the being we're a virtual incubator and a lot of what you're describing is, is is a lot of what some some incubators are you know, the brick and mortar types are mm -hmm. and the fact that we were not that that's not what we are but we thought man this would be a great connection that's exactly why now if, if you're listening now getting kind of connecting the dots you know we we know that we're going to be dealing with you know future entrepreneurs and so this is a great partnership so that's what we were so excited and wanted to wanted to share that story and wanted and invited you know to be a part of that e-night and it was, it was just a a wonderful wonderful time and so people hearing all this drawing some interest if they would like to reach out to you how do they do that 
Well, um, our website is honeycreekmedia.com. And then through that, you can learn about what we do as a marketing service. But then you can also, through that, learn about the Hive. But I think the best place for folks to learn about what we're doing here in downtown Lebanon is through social media. Mm-hmm. You can go to our Facebook page, which is, you can just search for The Hive by Honey Creek Media, The Hive by Honey Creek Media, and um, you'll find our page. And we've been posting a few things about how renovations are going and a little bit behind the walls really um, going to be posting that soon about what it looks like and you'll gradually hear our plans as we move along with it and we're hoping to have a date that we can start opening up um, for rentals or uh, we want people to share in this vision so give us a call reach out to us through social media and and come by you know we'll unlock the door we'll let you vision and and see what this will be so they can start planning for their futures so in the meantime, you are still doing business to the, the marketing part of what you're doing. And back to what we originally talked about, if you are interested in some branding, rebranding, you would be definitely. Yeah, and, always, and always. So what, just a real rundown of just some bullet points. What all do you offer in like video? What, what is that that you offer? We have an a la carte menu that we offer clients, but many times we're sitting down and we're offering a full marketing service. So when we work with a client, it's ad buys, it's, it's rebranding, it's logo, it's their social media marketing, it's consult, um, consulting on projects. We do um, do photography and videography. Joanna's a great graphic designer. We do not do websites. We do not. <laughs> we often get asked that we can manage and update, but we've tried to fine tune what we do best. Mm-hmm. But I think that any when you define marketing, it's pretty big. I I grew went to college and they taught you the four P's. You know, um, to me those are not obsolete, but they're not the first thing that we come to play that comes to play when we start thinking of a marketing plan for a client, we think of the people, mm-hmm. and um, which is still a P. <laughs> Maybe yeah, there should be exactly. five Ps. Yeah. Um, but we, Honey Creek Media offers all forms of um, dish, traditional and digital forms of content creation and marketing services, and we will not con- stop doing that. That is our bread and butter. Mm-hmm. We're just expanding that, which is the hive and, and all its surroundings. You can go to honeycreekmedia.com or you can look for us on Facebook. You can look for The Hive by Honey Creek Media, or you can search for Honey Creek Media for either of those Facebook pages. Anything. And Instagram. Well, thank you so much. Uh, it's, it's been great visiting with you again on this. And again, if you uh, would love to come out and, and see this wonderful building, I know it's under construction at, the, at this time, but I know that at some point they'll, they'll be ready to see. And uh, so my name is Mitch Shields, and I am the community liaison with Lake Regional Health System, sitting on the Hub board, and this has been the Hubbub About the Hub. Thanks for listening. You have been listening to the Hubbub About the Hub podcast, a hub of virtual work incubator working in partnership with the Camdenton Chamber of Commerce. If you would like more information about the Hub, please visit our website at hublakeoftheozarks.com. Or contact me, Mitch Shields, at 573-200-0377. That's 573-200-0377. Lastly, please don't forget to click follow to be sure to receive any updates on any future podcasts. Thank you for listening.